I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Seb, how do you manage to keep yourself so perky and upbeat in the mornings? I thought you were going to ask me that question. Well, I'll tell you, I drink between three and 14 cups of coffee every day. I'd like to tell you about one of my favourite coffee companies, and that is Chimney Fire Coffee. Have you ever heard of them? I have heard of them. You know for why? They're sponsoring this podcast. Chimney Fire Coffee create responsibly crafted speciality coffee from their roasteries nestled in the Surrey Hills. They work hard to create a fully sustainable coffee journey by focusing on transparent sourcing, working directly with farmers and sharing their stories, and by using fully compostable packaging. They donate 25p from every regular bag and £1 from every kilo bag of all Discovery Coffee sales to Recycle, a small charity who refurbish bikes from the UK and ship them to rural communities in Africa. For every 28 kilos of coffee roasted, a single bike plus spare parts will be sent to these communities to help improve social mobility, children's education and overall health. Chimney Fire Coffee is proud to partner with Three in a Bar podcast to offer listeners 20% off their first coffee order. Simply head to www.chimneyfirecoffee.com and use the code TIAB20 at checkout to redeem your discount. This is Three in a Bar, a podcast where we are joined by a different musician every episode. I'm Seb Philpot. And I'm Verity Simmons. I play the trumpet. And I play the cello. Our guests could be from any part of the music world. We've spoken to pop stars, composers, orchestral musicians, singers, musical theatre performers and lots more. We chat about their careers, ambitions and get a glimpse into what makes each musician unique. Shall we sing the song? Oh, don't make me sing the song. Three, three in a bar. Hey, I tell you what, auto-tune is a wonderful thing. Three, three in a bar. Come on, Seb. First round's on me. Do you want me to turn to the page of Dan? Yeah. Well, I must say, I've not actually edited this episode yet. (gasps) Before the intro well this makes it exciting can you remember what we talked about offhand and i have to tell you whether it's made the cut or not well no i don't remember what's in obviously because i don't know what's in the episode okay but um i remember it was uh, before we started drinking so thank the lord because we, we really drank that night didn't we so much wow <laughs> so much that two to three days later i was not 100 percent right no it took me so long mm. And that was meant to be good wine we were drinking. It was good wine. So I think it's a fallacy about the good wine doesn't give you a hangover. Yeah. Oh, definitely. If when you're drinking to that extent, yeah. The thing was, if we'd had, if we'd stopped maybe after one, maybe two bottles of wine. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Well, it was such fun. Uh, anyway, well, this this episode is with the the delightful Dan Watts. That's right. And uh, he plays the flute. He does fantastically well. And he, he plays the harpsichord. Yes. The violin. Yes, he does. Viola. Yeah. Cello. 
No, but I bet he could if he wanted to. No, didn't he have a cello there? He did, but that around. was Brady's, his partner's. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ah, just okay. for show. <laughs> well, he seems to play anything. He yeah, seems he like a, a bit of a, would you call it a polymath? Yeah. A poly muse, musician? Uh, I like to um, throw around the phrase, behemoth. Behemoth. <laughs> behemoth. <laughs> Don't use that for Amos Miller. Oh, yeah. Many moons ago, and he was quite pleased. So let's say that for Dan too. Okay, behemoth. Behemoth. <laughs> um He's also on the board of trustees for, uh, now let me get this right, Northern Lights Symphony Orchestra. Yes. Um, which is a huge project, isn't it? What an undertaking to set up a symphony orchestra. Yeah, yeah, playing largely Scandinavian music. Yep, that's right. And um, he, he's done, does, does Baroque stuff as well? Loads of that, yes. He has worked with Lou Lale doing some some books right some music music sheet yeah, music that's right compositions and, stuff. and they're well they talk about i think i'm pretty sure this makes the cut <laughs> that they were oh no actually no it isn't it's in the pa- patreon extra <gasps> oh, so well, oh if you want to listen to that are. bit join this the patreon <laughs> unintentionally punting the patreon here. Yeah. um they're writing an oratorio a christmas <gasps> oratorio i don't remember that bit we weren't drinking for sure wow. that stage. oh a christmas oratorio yeah, yeah I know. that's yeah. really about now yeah, so there we well, go. That's nice, isn't it? Um, so, as we said, there's a Patreon if you want to support the show and hear more about Dan. Mm, it's a really sizable episode this week because we chatted Great. for ages. It was, do you know, it was really nice. I've known Dan for years, and it felt like a brilliant catch up. And when I listened back to it the other day, I really enjoyed it. Well, I really enjoyed it. Nice, yeah. And obviously, that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I hadn't met him before. Um, he he he's a, he's a fan of the podcast, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He actually has listened to to most of it. I think. Yeah, he could quote amazing. back quote back quite a lot of it, yeah. couldn't he? Yeah. So That's he good. knew us. Well, he knew you anyway. But yeah. But uh, it was uh, it was lovely to chat to him. What a lovely place he lives in mm. in South London, and um, with his dog, Mister Darcy. Yes, Mister Darcy. <laughs> you may hear Mister Darcy during the podcast. I'm yeah. not sure if that makes the cut. Oh, no, it does, yeah. It does, yeah. <laughs> um, Constant yapping, in a nice way. Yap, yapping gets used in a negative way, doesn't it? It does if you're talking about people, but oh, I yeah, think in yeah. the instance of dogs, it's okay. In terms of a very small dog, then <laughs> yeah. I think yapping is absolutely appropriate. <laughs> Quite. Um, um, we get onto all kinds of subjects, don't we? We talk about the old days of busking yeah. um, at various places and, and some incidents that occurred. Um, talk about going on back to reality. That's Dan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, he met some some real celebs, didn't he? Hung out with them. Yes. We actually heard a lot more about this uh, afterwards when we once the wine had been un, uncorked. <laughs> yeah, it's probably best it's not shared. I'd yeah, suggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for everyone involved. Oh, if only we could we could let you in, listener, to to all the the stuff that is is slanderous and uh, <laughs> and possibly untrue that that we <laughs> that we talk about afterwards. But you know, but we can't do that. No, we'd be in prison. <laughs> Um, wow, anything else to, to set up before the, the interview? Um, interview? I don't think so. I think we should just get into it. Okay, let's do it. This is Dan Watts. Dan, we were just saying we think this is the nicest place we've probably recorded, for sure. Uh, you've brought about um, Rob Brydon, sure. Oh, oh we did go to Rob Brydon's house. We that was did. the garden. That was in his garden. It was. He, we did manage to, I went in to go to the loo and I, I tried to look at as much as I could. 
that's really inappropriate. I didn't go into anywhere I shouldn't have gone. No, you you went into the ensuite bathroom then. (laughs) I did. Went through his walk-in wardrobe. And then I lay down on his bed for a bit just to relax after and then came out. You came out down in Uncle Bryn's cardigan. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been in his bedroom? I did, (laughs) yeah. brown cardigan. Oh, Oh, I love Uncle Bryn. Oh, you, you, you have to if you're in... Uncle Bryn's house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have a little route around. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's very nice here. How long have you been here? Uh, ten years. All oh, right. Yeah. That's so great. Blimey. Yeah. So nice. That ten years has just flown by, really. It's just crazy. I but know. Well, I just don't really feel like that full stop. I mean, I can't believe I was just looking at something that said 2020. And in my mind, uh, that's like it's just a, a few chasm months back. since then, isn't it? It's utter. just like. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's the same, I suppose. It's just yeah. lost, lost, <laughs> lost all sense of time. Lost years. <laughs> the lost years. <laughs> then I look back at pictures and think, oh, yeah, no, that is quite a long time. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you see a big difference uh, from now to 2020? I do. that's only though. two years ago. I know it is, but I think because I was inactive for so long, I've t- gone outwards mm. that way, for sure. Visually. <laughs> Yeah. Physically. Physically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very much physically, not metaphorically. Metaphysically. <laughs> metaphysically. Yeah. Well. So do you le- feel like do you guys feel like work is kind of back to normal ish? Well it it was for me, I think, uh in the autumn and mm. and until the start of December, it was uh and, and summer December, then it all just sort of went. It yeah. all kind of stopped. But yeah, it was for a time. Um, I know it wasn't for everyone, though. Some yeah. people found it quite hard. Yeah, it felt like there was a big rush on, I thought, to like sort of go, right, okay, we're back. How long is it going to be for? I don't know. So just do yeah. loads of stuff. Yeah. But it was quite mad, wasn't it? Like, how about for you? Did you readjust? I, just, I had a few really nice concerts planned, and then I just got COVID and couldn't do any of them. <gasps> I was so oh, no. No. annoyed. I had a lovely Christmassy thing at um st john's square because the orchestra that i do the northern lights yes just plug that Go on. yeah say um, it again dad what was that <laughs> the northern yeah um we haven't done a concert for ages yes um, we've had it we had a year off anyway and then our first concert back was it was a macmillan uh concert um and yeah it was great because they were funding the whole thing so we didn't have to worry about anything and it was quite a big orchestra choir and uh doing lots of christmasy stuff and yeah got covid like five days before oh Oh, no 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 no. it was like torture because it's like everyone was sending me photos of out of the pub after all my friends you know oh yeah exactly i want to do that that's the northern light symphonia isn't it symphony Symphony orchestra Orchestra. yeah northern lights we ever that big these days due to it was though wasn't it well it was it it got huge for a while (laughs) we did um a tubin symphony um which is uh, tubin know that one never heard of um so we try and really concentrate on scandinavian composers obviously because the northern lights thing um but yeah tubin was absolutely enormous it had like two sets of timpani in like battle in one of the 
one of the movements of the the, the piece and we recorded it and everything. Sorry. That's, not, that's not beer, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Opens to <of> Stella. <laughs> Let's talk about... Tell, you tell me more about This calls for a drink. Skull! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we'd love to do all of the symphonies. There's yeah. almost seven symphonies. So, Tubin, what sort of style it's would like, you say? He studied with Sibelius. Oh, really? So, yeah. So he's sort of, you know, the uh, pre... No. The uh, <laughs> successor. That's the no, word. No, no. To, to Sibelius, yeah. Ah. It's very, very similar style. So quite lush and... Yeah, very accessible. Atmospheric. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so yeah. I, I just <laughs> popped pop my headphones on yeah. and said atmospheric. <laughs> I felt like I was in a different world to you guys, so I'd chip in. Sorry. No, it's really lovely to do massive things because obviously you're giving a lot of musicians work. Yes. You know, and so I'm on the board as well, so we have to deal with all the fundraising. And it's Flipping enormous. It. What's your role of, on the board? So I'm just on the board of um, the board of the orchestra trustees trustees of, yeah. board of trustees that's it that's the one <laughs> <laughs> and um so i m- myself it used to be uh, lou lale actually yeah um, used to do the education outreach sort of um side of things but she's she's um stepped down but um so myself and hazel Correa, oh yeah who plays in orchestra as well she um we sort of uh organize well, when you know, in, in normal times, we organise uh, educational things to do with our concerts. But this this year, we're just going to do that one concert. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's just we can't afford to risk, yeah, um, having a concert cancelled and having to pay. You know, things like places like um, St Joseph's Square and, and St James's Piccadilly, they require a deposit and. The, it's non-refundable, oh, you know. Blimey. So if you feel like you have to ch- you have to cancel the concert, then that's you're screwed, <clears throat> basically. So oh, it's terrifying. Um, so we can't. We just we'd rather not have that stress, you know. Yeah. So we're just planning planning ahead and trying to get some funding. Yeah. Um, for doing <laughs> very obscure Scandinavian repertoire. I love it. Which is, we, as you can imagine, very easy thing to do get funding for that but uh, there are people out there that you know want to keep this repertoire alive yeah no one else is really playing it so well no because i I mean tubin i hadn't heard of who Mm. else can you throw in the mix here well there's all there's all lots of swedish composers like bervalt you heard of bervalt it's kind of um almost like schubert and stenhammer they are that's the sort of classical um, so they're from that sort of time, that classical yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, sort of, um, well, Mendelssohn sort of. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Just after, you know, really early romantics. Um, and then, yeah, lots of tubing. And we also, uh, obviously, um, Grieg and Sibelius. Oh, you know, yeah, the big boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which really is the, you know, the, the, meal, the meal tickets kind of, what we have to put on the programme to yeah. get people to come. No one's yeah, going to yeah. come and watch a two-bin symphony, like, you know, you've never heard of him. So, um, I bet you've got it, some really <clears throat> niche followers, though, haven't you? Yeah, we've um, we've built up quite a few. Uh, we're, we're in touch with um, the embassies, so the Swedish embassy and the Finnish embassy, and quite often we go and do concerts there to promote the bigger concerts. Yeah. So um, the ambassadors are so friendly and love welcoming so oh. they put on a huge evening for us and we just you know we provide the music and um you get to go in these amazing ambassadorial 
yeah. houses in Kensington. They're incredible. So that was, that's fun to do as well. If everything continues to get better and better, yeah. you know, COVID-wise, then... Uh, sorry, that's Mr. Darcy in the background. Mr. Darcy! Um, <laughs> not actually Mr. Darcy, obviously. No. That's my dog. He's kept caged in the house. <laughs> we don't call him Mr. Darcy all the time. Just want to, you know, stress that. I'm not going around the park going, Mr. Darcy, Mr. Darcy. Oh, I wish I you were. Um... What was I saying? Um, yeah, you've got plans though. Plans yeah. are for if things keep going this way. Oh yeah, and usually we start our season in September, October. Mm-hmm. So that might be the next season, 20, 22, 23 Oh, season. okay. Yeah. Excellent. So um, yeah, that's what we're planning on. It, it, it's such a lot of work for Adam Johnson, who is the yeah. artistic director. He does everything basically. So it's such a lot of work. Yeah. You know, even paying everyone. You yeah. Know, that's just that. That takes a day yeah. to get everyone's bank details and, you know, make sure you're doing it right. And yeah. And you're all very close to it as well because you're all obviously involved musically. First and foremost, you are a flautist, oh, we yeah. might say. So Principal we have, flute. Um, yeah, we haven't actually haven't mentioned, mentioned that yet. That yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing, you know, you're involved in every aspect of this. That's quite yeah. hard, isn't it? You know, yeah. you get so close to you something. You do get really close to it. And then, yeah, so you, you can get sort of oversensitive about things, you know, you know, um, programming and, the and like. yeah, and you want it to, you just want it to be successful, you know, you want, um, you know, you want to get bums on seats and, you know, yeah. you're, you're aware of every aspect of it, the funding and, you know, when there aren't that many people in the audience, you're sort of <laughs> trying to stop yourself from counting how many people oh, are now, how, if we're going to be able to make it, you know, through yeah. the season. But uh, we've always managed it somehow by the skin of our teeth. It's a huge undertaking, isn't it? It's always it? so yeah. much. Symphony I, orchestra, you yeah, know? And, and I did, I mean, we have done quite a lot of smaller scale stuff um, recently, but um, I think most, lots of orchestras have. I mean, mm. I went to a party the other day and there was a guy who was on the board of trustees for the Mozart players. And I, you know, I said, oh, so... Wow, and it could get some tips from you. You know, I was telling him what I did, and and he said, "Oh, it's just such a struggle. You know, it's a, it's a terrible struggle." Yeah. Like you think something like that, something yeah. really well established, would have no problems finding funding, or you know, but it's the same with everyone. It's it's not. You know, it's you've got to really have a team of people fundraising full time. Yeah, get, you know, yeah. which is. Uh, Another, the next level. Have you um, ever sat down and done an arts council application? Oh, no, thank God. Have you said? I, yeah, I did. Oh. The form filling oh. thing, it drives me. I, I can't do it. I can't even. I, Brady has to do everything. It's, I can't, oh, can't do it. See, I bet he's very, very good. I, well, he basically films up forms for a living. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Brady, tell he's me a, his exact job title because I'm going to get it wrong. He's just got a new job, actually. He's yeah. head of legal at the, at the Guys and Thomas's hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, so he's quite busy, wow. busy chap. Yeah, yeah. Can I also just say that he used to work for Cherie Blair, didn't he? He did, wow. he used to write her did speeches. Did he used to write her speeches, he didn't did. he? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't she it? She came to our wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hang on, did I? I you probably wasn't allowed anywhere near her, was I? I don't... I think she spoke to most people. <laughs> oh, God, Maybe I she avoided you. Yeah. <laughs> I was put down the Maybe other end of the room. look in your eyes. <laughs> I just had a baby. I was a really dangerous Lots human being. Lots of people being. were either having a baby yeah. almost at our wedding or had just had a baby. It's my yeah. first day out after having the baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Party. Pay release. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
Uh, are you doing that? Th- are you doing all those forms this season? Are you currently doing? No. So we've done. Um, <laughs> we've never actually had a penny from the Arts Council. Really? Even where we? Yeah. That's quite surprising because I, I thought you'd think, have ticked lots think, of boxes. I think there. it's very difficult to get funding for things you do in London. I think if you're taking it round on tour around yeah. the country, that's what they're really looking for. Mm, so something yeah, that's going to affect the most amount of people. Yeah. Um, and we tried to tie it in with education, but yeah, that didn't get us anywhere either. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's a whole art, isn't it? Getting, Definitely getting funding. Yes. There's courses you can go absolutely, on. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you guys got some for the brasses, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I didn't what have was... anything to do with it. but, but... <laughs> What was it? That's nothing was, was to do that, with me. Was that a national? <laughs> did you go and do that? Yeah, it was, the the, it was that one um, to get culture back going again. Oh, yes. Cultural... Um, I can't remember the, the, the word for it because we've got some education stuff in there and and touring around the country and part of it as well was was getting someone in to, to film us that was um of a minority ethnic okay yeah um, backgrounds and uh, so all things like that um which which must have helped to yeah go, to go towards it but yeah, thanks to the two guys that run the band because they they took care of all that. They spent weeks and I think they did a course. It's yeah, but it all worked. It's yeah. agonising. It's probably well worth doing the course. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, Dan. Oh, because it might oh. Just, yeah, it might just be a few things you need to tweak and um, yeah, and that's all you need to do. They oh, yeah, sent us on log, one. Log we on won this money when I um when I left Guildhall. We won this Deutsche Bank Pyramid Award. And we got sent on a course. I've probably told you this already as well. God, I probably just repeat all my stories now. <laughs> I've only got a few, and they've been done five times. But um, the Deutsche yeah. Bank Period Pyramid Award. I've heard that a lot. From, uh, the, from, from me, I've heard the story I'll a lot. It. But it sounds, it sounds very impressive. grand, doesn't it? That's what well, I'm saying. Probably is grand. Well, I don't think it is as grand as How I. How many grand did you get for it? Not many. <laughs> did we get seven or nine? Oh wow, that's. Back then, that's like that's a million a pounds, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it was. Was that for the quartet? I bought a house. No, um, that was a theatre company. So and I, Watch Your Will. Was that Watch Your Will? Watch Your Will, yeah. I, so we got yeah. funding, me and two friends. You forget about this. You used to run a theatre company. Yeah, yeah, I did. I got, even I got involved at one point. You did. You oh. played piano for it. or dr- And drums <gasps> and Watch Your Will. Oh, my God, I'd forgotten about Watch that. Your Will. Oh I was God. saying that as if I, I would, you know. Yeah. You were in that. I was that. actually in it. Yeah, you were. You and Andy Dutch co-shared that role, didn't you? Andy Dutch? No, it wasn't. It was. No, oh, no, was Chris, Walters. Chris Walters. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was, uh, that was at Stratford Circus. Anyway, they sent us off on this business course. It's gone. It was really weird, wasn't it? That I show. loved it. Did you? Yeah. And you did that when you played the bark cello swing. I did play And they that. swung you around on a... They wheeled me around wheeled on... You, yeah. 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 Oh, that was quite scary, that bit. Yeah. It was <laughs> good, I, though. It was very effective. Got quite dizzy. Bit of motion mm, sickness. The drumming yeah. was terrible because I, I'm going to say in massive inverted commas, wrote the music, but it was so poor. Oh, yeah. It was really bad, wasn't it? No, it was great. You feel like you have to say that now, but it was really I, bad. I'd forgotten you, you wrote the music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was seamless. <laughs> it was so poor. I just remember like going, right, I need to put a drum in here and come up with like the most basic drum beat you could possibly imagine because I had no clue. Anyway, yeah, they sent us on this business course with this yeah. guy called Cliff from East London Small Business School who had tiny little hands and he used to come and pop his hand on my friend Helen's shoulder. I remember <laughs> Helen. Oh my God. And 
she'd be like, oh, <laughs> um, I just remember all he said to us was, you've got to skate that fine line between what's okay and what isn't. That's the main thing I've come mm. away with. Skate that line. And that's, that's how you've lived your whole life ever I since. I live my... Yeah. Yes. It's your motto. You should put it into it's Latin. Skate and that line. Oh, yeah. Have it put on all your, you know, T-shirt. embossed yeah. onto your leather goods. <laughs> oh, all my leather goods. All your leather, yeah. you know. Um, Trousers. <laughs> I was thinking bags, but, you know. <laughs> it's, it's kind of, you, you were composing stuff and yeah. performing it. Yeah. What a small group of people. Was it a travelling yeah. troupe of... Uh, we played, okay, was it one play? Well, actually, we did it twice. We did it there at Stratford Circus, Stratford East, whatever. It, no, it's called Stratford Circus. Oh, in, in Stratford, London. Yeah. Not Stratford-upon-Avon. No, no. They you wouldn't have let it, us no. anywhere <laughs> near that yeah. with a Shakespeare review. We would have been was, barred um, at entrance. I felt barred. like it was like... Barred. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I think it was in a, a sort of warehouse, wasn't it? Well, it sort of looks like that. It's a theatre in Stratford. Oh, okay. But it does have that feel because we were in like the smaller <clears throat> bit of that theatre. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like a, it's it was a written by that. Louise Jameson. Do you know, remember Louise Jameson? She was <gasps> yeah. Rosa DeMarco. Oh, in EastEnders. In EastEnders. Rosa. Do you remember she had the twins, Beppe and Janet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Beppe's mum? Beppe's mum. must And be. she was in Doctor Who She's back really in the old days. Hair, really sort of tight right. curls. Uh, can I look it up on yeah, the internet? Yeah, yeah, of course. Please she do. She was so sweet. She was really she? sweet. She was really nice. She wrote that. I was totally in awe of her. Oh, did she write? Yeah. She... It's good that I have amnesia. I can't remember anything I've done. <laughs> I forgot that we did I that. I should have made a list of all the things I've done. I've got so many things to throw at you, Dan. Oh, no. Metropolitan <laughs> Ensemble, Dan. That's how... <laughs> This was the, the Oceana. Uh, yes, is that it? Exactly right. Oceana. Because Dan, I want you to corroborate this story that I bandy around all okay. the time about Oceana nightclubs. Actually, you can tell me how did it come about? Why were, you, were we doing that? <laughs> busking from busking. Was it from busking? I think it was. Someone spot. We got we got spotted on the street, and they said, "Do you know what? <laughs> I love a classical trio." In my nightclub. <laughs> and then we did a lot of that, didn't we? I've yeah. forgotten all about that. All over the country. In Nottingham. In Nottingham. Yeah, yeah but you did it around the country. <laughs> right, wow. That's, it's a straight on tour. The first one was in Surbiton. No. Kingston. Kingston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I that know. was such an unmitigated success. It was the weirdest thing ever, wasn't it? Yeah. We, thank God we were cordoned off because everyone was just drunk. Yeah. I mean... Of course they were. It's a nightclub. Because <laughs> what time but, did we start playing? But it was early, wasn't it? Early yeah. doors. Yeah. It's like the 4pm slot. Yeah. And then... Did we play classical music? Yes, we did. And then after a while, you just couldn't hear us at all because they just turned up the, the, the other music. So we used to, sometimes we used to just <laughs> That wasn't the main music <laughs> it, of the it, whole club. No. It was like in a floor. bar before you went into the club, wasn't it? I imagine, But then they yeah. started the cloakroom. ambient, yeah. you know, music. And then we were like, well, you we can't hear us anymore. So it was just, just three of us. We'd just pretend, yeah. I think, sometimes. So were I you mean, playing flute? Mm. Flute, cello and, and violin. violin. And violin. Yeah. Classic combo. What a team. We did a lot of stuff. We did a lot of stuff, including... Oh, no. So let's see if I can corroborate this story. Okay, go on. Um... Well, I have photographic evidence of this, actually. Oh, no, um, I know what you're going to say. Once we were, <laughs> we were busking in a tunnel on the embankment. On, by the Tate Modern. By the Tate Modern, that's it. 
and it was free. I think it was freezing, freezing cold. It was just the two of us couldn't get, couldn't hook in anyone else to come with us. So we were just, we were just like, you know, treble and bass. <laughs> it was on a real the road. Low, a low point. <laughs> and uh, we got stopped by a community police officer, I believe. <laughs> yeah, we and uh, they started asking us where they are. They said, move where on. You have to move on. No, <laughs> I thought they were asking you nice questions, but yeah, you got his pad and paper out. Oh. Yeah. And he started asking you your address. Yeah, and did. all I did was st- stepped away and started taking photos. <laughs> <laughs> you left me. And unfortunately, because this must have been 2002. Blimey. It's all pixelated. Yes. And you can't, I can't do anything about because I've quite often sent you cards with it on, with yeah. that picture on, <laughs> saying, who's that reprobate or something? Often it'll birthday. come up as a memory on my yes. phone, though. Yes. Do you remember this? <laughs> Good times. It's so funny. And it just looks like you're being sent to prison. It's so And you've, got, you've already packed up by that point, so you've got your cello on your back. It's just perfect yeah. photo. Yeah. Because you're kind I- of going, um... Yeah, my address is... I think you lied about your address, obviously. What, what were they asking your address for? Is they going to come around your house and... I know, have a word. Tell you off. Yeah, exactly. For playing the cello. Exactly, all the things. I well, don't think they do that anymore, do they? Surely not. No. You don't see those community support officers that much anymore, do you? Do you see them around? No, every they've t- moved on. They're t- COVID officers now, aren't they? Oh, maybe. <laughs> every time yeah. I see one, I think of you, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. What were you doing? Were you studying then still? Were you just sort well, of... Well, yes, I should have known better, but you were actually still... I think you were I still was at Gilgit. just... There was I a bit of a, overlap. There was. But we did a lot of busking, didn't we? A lot. We, we, just, we got some good gigs out of it and stuff, yeah. yeah. Just like all year round, not not Christmas or... All year or round. Just all year all round. round. Oh, yeah. We were Covent Garden yeah. professional buskers. Yeah. Ah, what, down, down in the bit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, we I, actually did an audition for that. Oh, so you, yeah, that's like... Profession, yeah. You have to audition and... That's, mm. Oh, that's yeah, I mean... We were serious about we our. Were very, you did, we were very you did that one. Was that? Was yeah. that? Ah, oh. so that was uh, that was a, a big part of my income to begin with. With uh, yeah, me too. Massive. We got to. I got to. I got to play live on TV from that as well. Of course you did. Now what was that? <laughs> it's called Back to Reality. It was a reality TV show. It was very classy. It was on Channel Five. It yeah. had Jade Goody. Yeah, she rest. Um, and it had Maureen from driving school. It oh was basically God, the, all the winners, the best, all the like the best people from reality the best ones. shows, oh. all in one house. <laughs> and they had who's that guy um, that went out with Princess Diana? Um, Paul Burrell. No, no, sorry, that was the yeah. you know the army major guy, Major um, James Hewitt. Oh. Hewitt. He yeah. was in it, and oh, Andy yes. Andy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And they said, so Richard Bacon was presenting it. So I got to meet him. That was really exciting. Rebecca Luz? Uh, I think she was she was out by the time. But we, she was we in that. I think she was in it. Yeah. I remember the show. Yeah, she got evicted was that the before one we got in there. Wait, wait. Yeah, that was the one with the pig. No. No, no that's the farm. That was oh, that Celebrity was farm. farm. Oh, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Is that were... Richard Bacon? I'm, I'm thinking of pigs. I think so, you're just making that ah! connection. That's what it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bacon oh, quickly, quicks. yeah. yeah. Go, 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 go. Rebecca <laughs> <laughs> Your mind went straight. There. I know. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it was it was odd because you didn't get to do it because um, because you were I wasn't doing good enough. Better, probably. I wasn't allowed. I'm sure to you be. were. Ah, oh, no. It was just because on that day you hadn't gone. Yeah. Who to were do you with? Set. Who did it you? Was t- Ro- it was Roger. Roger. Yeah. 
is Roger stood the in for you. Anyway, so yeah, we got to do it. And it was just one of those things, go and do it tonight. I didn't have a clue what it was. We went to the recording studio and yeah, we were basically playing for about 40 minutes from memory live on TV. And they were what? just sitting in their garden uh, in this fake house thing, listening yeah. to us. And we, we kept thinking, When's this gonna, when do we end? Because they weren't talking to us. We just kept playing like... <laughs> you were you know, in, in the, the same area as them? Yeah. Right. They were inside the house and we started playing and they came out and just stood, wow. sat there. And Did they interact with you at all? A little bit. Yeah. But, then, but then they said, Richard Bacon's like, oh, we'll come in and get... Well, someone will come and get you, you know, ad yeah. break, because it's all live. Yeah. No one came, came to get us, so we went in the house. We were like get, having drinks with them. And I think we were there till about one o'clock in the morning. No, no way. And when I, when I got out, my phone had ex- literally exploded. Like everyone was like, I'm watching this program and you want it. And what's going on? <laughs> All like people that I hadn't spoken to for years, like leaving me messages going, you're on my TV. I don't know what's happening. Why, why are you with Andy Andy having a drink? Don't I know. love that. Because like, some people have missed the first bit. So they thought I was actually on the program. <laughs> <laughs> that's so brilliant wow and um, you were there with all the, all the best people so who, yeah. who, who was your favorite out of all those guys uh andy andy was really really nice yeah really nice guy and they actually went out for dinner with james hewitt after, after that i'm sorry what <laughs> yeah what he invited us out for dinner it was yeah. no it was where did he bizarre. take you he took us this really fancy place in on the king's road Amazing. so the busking thing was yeah it was really good fun it was so fun. Especially in the summer. We went to some hilarious places. We used to go to Bromley Glades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had a little residency yeah. there. We went to Watford. <laughs> That's where the stink bomb incident happened. Yes. Um, what was the stink bomb incident? Uh, oh. Some children. We made no money that day. I think that was just the two of us again. A bit. <clears throat> a bit. I'd give you 50p when you were doing a solo set. Dad made you uh-huh. do a solo bit and wandered off. There seems to be a theme here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At really bad points of the day, you'll wander off and mm. take pictures. Or And um, some kids, I thought they were actually going to give me some money, came and threw a stink bomb at my feet. And it really stank, oh. oh, it was bad. We had to move on that. was, that. well, we just went home. <laughs> that was Tails a- between our legs. I got stink bombs quite recently. No, no really? you didn't. Yeah. Just, was, just in normal life. Yeah, in normal life. I was sat on the seafront in Southend yeah. at Rossi's Ice Cream. It was just before a Rob Brydon gig. I'd said, guys, come come down to this bit. It's really nice. Have a nice ice cream. And we'll sit and look at the sea before the gig. And we did that. And then this uh, kid was walk- walking past with his mum. And I just saw something, a noise around us. And then he walked off and I was like, Oh my god! What is that? It's like egg, eggy smell. It's always eggy. So gross! Isn't and it? he had done it, and then she hadn't realised. And then he looked. We saw him looking over from the car, and he was oh, like, going, "Yeah, little like, oh, so Yeah. Oh, that's awful. It's awful. Really it was, bad. So was it about you for the whole show then? No, because then we, oh. we got up quickly. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, it, it wasn't was on your person. No, we, we got lucky. Yeah, imagine if the juice gate went on you. Oh, oh imagine for trousers. the rest of that show. But, Brido, he wouldn't have been impressed, would he? No. But some people were wearing their concert clothes. So, oh, no. You know, oh, luckily, it was fine. Phew. Those things are awful. Like, what do they buy those? Do they make them at Where home? Where do you get them? I've never seen them on sale. Yeah, they're like little pills, aren't they? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. Just, yeah, like a little glass vile or something. Yes. Or yeah. Like that, yeah. yeah. It is vile. It is a glass vile. Yeah. Revolting. You didn't deserve that. I didn't. No, I don't you. Thank you. <laughs> that 
that's Dan. <laughs> we didn't. We're talking about busking, but Dan, like you are an amazing um, ensemble player, like a chamber musician. You actually like because I was just thinking when we were talking about flute. It's quite a soloistic instrument, isn't it? Really naturally, but. Mm. You've got such a skill for chamber music and blending and like a group, like a strings and obviously that's what we played in strings and flute, but you used to blend so brilliantly into that. You wouldn't imagine that necessarily as a flautist. I basically wanted to play the violin, I think. That was my problem. (laughs) I remember when I was at school, the first time I did Mozart flute quartet and just thinking I couldn't play because I was smiling because I just thought... This is what this is it. This is what I want to do. I love this. This is you know, it's different to playing with other wind players. I think, yeah. um, and I've just been really lucky to be to do quite a lot of that in my life. Um, playing with string players, um, and yeah, like all the stuff that we've done, and um, playing in uh, festivals around the country. You do those so, Lake District chamber so music festivals. I do. There's a festival that Adam Johnson organised in Wells Next to the Sea in Norfolk. Um, we did that. Um, when was that? Where are we now? Gosh. Um, summertime. Oh. June. Right. And there's another one up in Beverly that I do, um, Chamber Music Festival. And then there's one in um, North York Moors. That's um, one I was thinking run of. Run by Jamie Walton. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all wonderful things because you just it's just these people have got together all the funding and you just I mean you just turn up and play and it's wonderful and but you know as I say when you know with running the orchestra and stuff you realize how what hard work it is to get to that point yeah you know we can actually pay people properly and put them up and feed them and you know maybe for a whole week it's just uh, it's an enormous I've, I've always wanted to start my own festival then I sort of <laughs> Yeah, hang back because I'm like, oh. I was thinking on the way here, you'd be absolutely ideal because Seth he's sickeningly talented at everything. Like he's going to downplay himself, but (laughs) anything he turns his hand to, arranging, composition, flute, you know, can sing, Mm. can sing. Um, So I tell you a horrendous composition story. Yes, please. Oh my god. (laughs) So Adam Johnson, who I've mentioned quite a few times, he seems to have too much faith in me sometimes and decided that we were going to do this with the orchestra we're going to do a, a children's concert we're going to do peace from the wolf and then i was going to write a series of aesop's fables say for chamber ensemble and um children's choir um which i did for like two years running at st, John, st. martin in the fields and um it was always <laughs> Um, terrible procrastinator so it was always right up to the mark like am I going to get it done anyway so the third year I was like I'm not going to do this I'm not going to do this so we got approached by Seb Soames who reads the news on Radio 4 he's got a lovely voice and he's written a book called Gaspar the Fox um, children's book and he wanted to have some incidental music so I said oh yeah definitely Dan can do that I was like okay and I had ages to do it i even bought the book and read it and thought yeah i've got some ideas about themes and then literally did nothing um and then i remember it was about it must have been about a month before the concert and i'd written nothing <laughs> well i've written <laughs> one theme for the fox and there are other characters and stuff but i sort of 
jotted down a theme and that's as far as I got. And I, you know, you know, when you just need to start something and you can't start, it's really yeah. difficult to start. Anyway, was that, that phase. Anyway, so we went out for a drink and um, with, I went out for a drink with Alan to discuss it. And he brought a, a friend called Adrian with him. Um, it, he was meeting him to do something completely different. Um, and uh, so Adrian, very friendly chap, started saying, oh, so what, what, what do you do? And I said, oh, well, I'm a musician, but I'm actually trying to pretend to be a composer at the moment. And blah, blah, blah. Going on and on about this children's choir piece and how I couldn't get... Uh, couldn't get started with it and he said oh yeah I understand and I said oh what, what, what do you do and he said oh I'm actually a composer and I said oh oh <laughs> I felt feeling a bit stupid having gone on and on about this thing but anyway oh right so what what kind of stuff oh you know you just sort of said uh mainly really theatre I do these days and I was like okay so so what kind of things would I would I know any of the stuff and he said well and he literally went like this um well, I wrote, I wrote the music for War Horse. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what? You just let me go on about my stupid choir piece for about 15 minutes. <laughs> what, what did you say? Oh, well, oh, well done. That's quite good then. <laughs> I just, no, it's really embarrassing. Oh, I bet you did. I didn't felt like I should that. have known who he was. But it was just really, really embarrassing. He's so, such a sweet guy. What's um, his name? Adrian? Adrian Sutton. And he'd oh, written that, obviously. And he was just about to go to Broadway to live there for two months to set up the show. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, that's a dream, isn't it? Yeah, and he was doing Curious Incident as well at the same time. But he was, he was so fascinating because he was saying, I know exactly how, what stage you're at. And, you know, he was, yeah. you know really sweet did he give you some useful he just said just write something just write anything yeah even if you just when you're writing it just you think it's terrible at least you can either completely disregard it or you can edit it and that was a really i just sat down and wrote loads of music most of which was terrible and then just put that in <laughs> no, no i edited it obviously um but um yeah he was saying that he writes He's one of those composers that just writes every day. He writes something every day just to yeah. keep the muscle, you know, keep muscles going. But um, yeah, he um, he said that he he got, he trained in uh, commercial music um, and learned how to write in all these different styles, and then went to the theatre and they did he, this first job. I think was at the National Theatre, and they uh, told him, "Oh, this is slight change that we want to the music." So he literally got the score and went downstairs changed it in about 20 minutes came back and the director was like oh we were sort of thinking sort of like two weeks time but that's great <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and he literally because he was so quick at yeah. working, he could just do it straight away and yeah <sighs> yeah he's he's a really really lovely guy but that was so in war yeah war horse did you start sing did you sing him any of what you've written i've written this bit it's sort of oh, like <laughs> thank god i didn't but how did it turn out though Oh, right. So that's the other bit of the story. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it got to the Friday before the Saturday performance and I'd written it all, but I hadn't orchestrated it. <laughs> but I knew how it was all, I knew exactly, and it, was, it wasn't a big orchestra. It was um, just flute and clarinet and strings and piano and percussion. Okay. Um, and narrator, obviously, and children's choir. <laughs> and I'd written, I'd written all the choir, had to write the choir stuff 
quite a lot, long time in advance because yeah. they had to rehearse it, obviously. Um, just, just done it in short score. And then um, I got, it got to the Friday and I was working all day teaching and I had my, sort of my computer there and I was just kind of got to work early and I was just trying to do some work for went to turn your computer on it wouldn't turn on oh god and I was like, oh, oh no oh and no and my computer was about 16 years old <laughs> and it was falling apart like it had holes in it and stuff it was just like <laughs> you know it didn't work without the cable was it an acorn you know, it was acorn electron yeah <laughs> BBC one of those BBC yeah. ones um so I started to panic and it just wouldn't turn on so I couldn't do any work during the day got home and it still wouldn't turn on, and but I thought, well, it's fine because I've backed it up. I'd, I'd backed it up onto this, you know, hard drive. Got home, the cleaner had been, and the, the hard drive was nowhere to be seen. <sighs> I couldn't get in touch with my cleaner. She wouldn't um, answer any messages. And so I had this half an hour where I was like, okay, my computer's dead, and I don't have any backup. And the concert's tomorrow. What do I... Am I going to be like writing it out with quill and parchment, <laughs> like by the light of the moon? It was it was like an awful half an hour of like terrible, terrible anxiety. And then I found the backup device. She tucked it behind the radio and the wall what? in the kitchen. So and then I, I plugged it in, and my computer just started working again, just miraculously. So then just oh, that's just terrifying though. Did it all quickly, and it was all fine. Went for a huge drink and then the next day the concert um uh oh this is no this isn't the same concert okay so different concert the one before that i think it was um the lion and the mouse it was called this esot's fable but um thomas addis was um narrating it really the composer yeah. yeah and he'd just been doing the exterminating angel have you heard that yeah. music? I haven't heard <gasps> it. No, I don't. Oh know. my god! I went to see it at the proms. It's done a suite of the opera, and um, oh yeah, it's incredible. Oh, is Check it? it out. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, so he was there, and I kept saying to Adam, "He's not going to be there when we're rehearsing my piece." It's, no, 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 no. He's just going to come for Peter and the Wolf. He's just doing Peter and the Wolf. So obviously he turns up right at the beginning of the rehearsal and sits <laughs> in the front row. <laughs> and I'm just going, no, this isn't, this, you know, and you're just like, this can't be happening. Were you playing? I, I was, yeah, I was playing. Oh God, so, so were you watching worse. his face? It's even worse, yeah. Yeah. It's even worse. And I went up to him afterwards and just went, I really enjoyed your up. And he went, oh, that's right. he's quite sort of shy and yeah, it would, yeah that didn't go well. Oh. It's a bit like your Bjork story. <laughs> <laughs> Less alcohol. <laughs> Probably more sensible words. <laughs> but, um, did it go well though? Nice, nice. Yeah. Was the music good in the end? Was it? Well, it, I, I was, I was really, you know, when do you do arrangements for your group? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, when you do it on Sibelius and then you hear it, and it's just so, it's a bit overwhelming sometimes. Do you, you know, yeah. when you're playing, yeah, your own music, and it's you, you basically, you sort of, it's overwhelming the experience. I think compared I to what it sounds like when it's just played back by computer. Yeah. 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 It's because people always play with such, you know, passion, and you, you, it's it's amazing what people make of you, yeah. what you've written down on the page. But yes, yeah, it's, it's lovely experience. But I I can't really concentrate on my playing when I'm doing that. And obviously, you only play it like once, and then you have to play it in a concert. Yeah, when it was it was really good. Went really well. But um, yeah, amazing. You you managed to orchestrate. I mean, how how long did that take you? It seems like it took you about ten minutes uh, once you turned your computer on. <laughs> before you went out for a drink 
Because <laughs> that would have taken me a week to do that. I mean. Oh, God. Yeah. I think I got, I got home about one and I was in the pub by, oh, I was in the pub um, by about five because that's when I, when I met Adrian, I think. I think that's how it happened. Blooming heck. No, wow. I can't remember how it all happened. But um, I, I knew how it was all going to go. When, I was, when I'd written it, I'd done a sort of piano score of it and I knew exactly what instruments mm. were going to play what so it wasn't that difficult but um yeah what's become of it is it going to be well, unearthed again yeah there was talk of doing it again because he was he's um Zeb Soames had started touring around with his do, doing uh, his thing but um in the end Jonathan Dove wrote some music for it as well <laughs> what <laughs> a might, scene Steve. I think that might have been a bit better than mine so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I, I really, I'd really, really like to start my own group sometime soon, like, like a small sort of Brock sort of thing. Yes. Because Baroque, for a long time, that was like the big thing in your life, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would um, you still say it is? Yeah, absolutely. I still really enjoy the gigs and yeah. stuff. It's Do you, just, play, you play actual Baroque yeah, flute, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So um, it's just, I've just got to that point in my life where um, I, 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 I don't... I'm, <laughs> I don't really want to work outside of London. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> no. ridiculous. It but doesn't. I always, you know, sort of turning gigs down, thinking oh, there might be a better one coming along, <laughs> you know, in Chelsea <laughs> or somewhere. But don't um, tell the Arts Council that one. No. Say, say <laughs> oh, I want to go to, to Sunderland and uh, tour it around. Nothing with Sunderland. <laughs> so yeah, for 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 a while, I was thinking about doing a, a baroque group. But have you managed to assemble? I have. No, I just haven't found the right people what's yet. the setup what do you want in this? i just want basically well i would quite like to play the harpsichord in it oh. um, and direct from the yeah. harpsichord um and then have people come in and have us maybe a singer string quartet or bass yeah. and maybe a flute or an oboe whatever a natural trumpet a natural trumpet yeah i've heard you can you play, play a bit of natural yeah. trumpet don't you, you played <laughs> a bit of natural so. trumpet in funny girl didn't you once do you oh remember that how oh did my... you incorporate that <laughs> I forgot about that. I can't even remember. You got a trumpet at, at, at modern pitch. Well, it, there's a bit where it was <laughs> like exactly. The, it was a sort of um, it was a kind of dun 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 It's like that kind of thing. Oh yeah. And I just randomly had an actual trumpet with me one day, and it was I was like I can get it in that key actually. So I just like whipped it out at that point. 
I think it sounded pretty good. It was very good. It was very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't say in the part, oh, you have to play it on this particular trumpet. I, I was like, well, actually, I think, well, you know, quite. historically, they may have used an instrument like this. So. <laughs> they might have done. <laughs> they might have done. You never probably, know. Probably didn't, but, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I really miss playing the natural trumpet. Oh. Um, have you done oh, it yeah, twice yet? No, no. My, my friend Robin Tossadale borrowed it for a prom the summer before last. And yeah. uh, he just gave it back to me the other day. Oh. Um, but uh, I, and I had a little practice on it again. It's great. Oh, it's a lovely, that's it. a lovely sound as well. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Three of them together with drums is just the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. It's just the best thing. Oh. It's, it's yeah, it's brilliant. And, and yeah, so, tim, yeah, timpani. The way it kind of works is like the third trumpet and the timpani are a, are a little team. Oh, cool. Um, and then you've got the, the top two are the more like clarino players like in, in sort of bark stuff i suppose but then the three it's just as a the four of them together yeah just incredible sound we always get to sit i always get to sit with them just you know off to the yeah the, the right of me and um it's amazing how it can how they can blend with woodwind you know really quiet yeah. baroque wind instruments yeah because they're so yeah, they've got that real blended sound. It's not as uh, harsh, is it? Not, yeah. But not that the trumpet's harsh. No, but, but a piccolo trumpet <clears throat> can, can sound quite harsh. Yeah. And that's, that was, that's what, that's, that's that? the alternative version. What would be your ideal Baroque repertoire for this ensemble you have in mind? Your first concert, what are you thinking? Um, so it's, you can do a Bach cantata with just really, really limited forces. I'd like to do um, Ich habe genug. It's, um, I can't remember what number it is. It's a really famous Ooh. one. It's usually with oboe um, and, and bass, but there's another version of it for soprano and flute. Oh. I'd like to do that because yeah. that's not very often done. I've got all the parts for it all ready to go. Oh, you so, are ready I'm for ready. This. I'm ready, but I'm... You have enough. And I have, yes, I have enough people to do it. That's 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 you, well done. You know, yeah. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. I clicked in a few <laughs> seconds later. And there's a new venue in Dulwich, which I've got my eye on. So, uh, yeah, someone that works, used to work at our school, has gone to work there, Bell yes. House. Yeah. And it's this beautiful um, Victorian mansion. And Sounds these, amazing. Yeah, these philanthropists have bought it, and it's actually a centre for um, dyslexia. They've got this lovely venue. They don't have a piano. That's the only thing. But obviously we won't need the piano. Well, we're sat we're in a room a, with the harpsichord yeah. right now. And it's very easy to move a harpsichord. So I just need to get the right trolley. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd love to do that. Not even play the flute, just play the harpsichord. And oh, but do you know somebody right who down. you'd be happy about playing the flute Obviously for? Mary Owen. Of course, mm. of course. Fabulous. Um, yeah, so that'd be yeah. nice. But yeah, it'd be nice to... Get, get people together but again you know got to think about funding and you know all yeah that stuff you know you can't expect people to do things for free maybe the first one i reckon if yeah. i give them <laughs> give them some nice food and yeah, yeah. Quite. oh for goodness sakes definitely um, yeah but i that's 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 what i'd like to do yeah just do a you know a few of those a year that'd be great could do a christmasy one oh be lovely i think it'd be brilliant you mm. could get yeston davis to come oh my in. god I listened to his um, podcast. I, do you know what? Um, when you I was, would have been at school with him as well, wouldn't no, you? Yes, I was. Yeah. Um, he was really tiny. Well, not tiny. He just finished at John's and he came. So we were in a choir together. 
We were in the oh. chapel choir together. Oh. He was singing soprano still at that point, I think. Yeah, he wasn't singing alto. His, his voice hadn't broken, but he just left Cambridge. And um, yeah, when he's in his podcast, I just, did you ever go and see that um, uh, that show he was in? The, oh, the no, Far- I'd love to have Far- seen Far- that. Yeah, oh. I didn't see that. No. I was just kicking myself. Just I didn't even know about it. Yeah. That I would wish have I'd been seen so. That. It's not, it's, that's not ever going to be done again, is it? Or I don't know. I wouldn't have thought so because they've done the stint in London and, and Broadway. Broadway. Oh, I would have killed to have seen that. I feel like there is a DVD. Oh, is <laughs> Do there? people still oh. have DVDs? Oh, I've got a DVD player. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I've still got like one of those books, you know, with them all in the Yeah, wall. have you? Yeah. A VHS, have you got a VHS as well? I've got a VHS as Back Shut to Reality. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and of me playing the flute in my first ever orchestra. Oh. I've got a video of that. Wait, what was that? So Maidstone? Not Maidstone. Benenden. Benenden. Yeah. Oh. Summer school. Oh. Yeah. And I'm playing first flute in, I sort of muscled my way into playing first flute in morning, Pier Ghent morning. That's yeah. my first ever thing. But I only got to play the first bit and then some, because there were about 99 flutes, obviously. And um, the video is so embarrassing. <laughs> I play it and then I... I sort of give myself a, a pump, <laughs> you know, like a fist pump. Like, yes! But like a tennis player. Oh, it's like, awful. It's just so awful. <laughs> I really want you know, to watch it. You know when you're 13 it. and you think that's what, yes! you should, what you should do. <laughs> yes, I'm so good. I mean, it's terrible as well. So it's really bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> not <really> even good. <laughs> oh, that's great. Very, I love the Messiah. I do too. I, wore, I remember that was the first CD I ever got. And it, it was when I first got my first CD player and I, I literally just wore that CD out. CD out. Not that you can wear them out, but, well, you know, like when you wore tapes out. When yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't know that because you're too young. I've got tapes. Oh, got tapes. I have a tape player. I used to record the charts on the tapes. You know, where oh, yeah, you do yeah. that on oh, the top 40, God. you have to get the timing just, just right. Just right. Yeah. And then cut off just right. Do you know what I used to do? Well, <laughs> I can't believe Lou didn't tell you this in, in, the, in the podcast. <laughs> At school, I used to get the, the, the Daily Telegraph because on the table when we came down on our boarding house to get them, I used to cut out the listings for the Radio 3, all right? <laughs> and I, during breakfast, I would highlight what I was going to listen to during the day and then I used to tape it and then <laughs> label it really, really neatly and have this stack of tapes of things that I wanted to listen to. Because oh. the thing is, in those days... You know, you had to, otherwise you wouldn't hear. I got really obsessed with the Samsung Septet at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that came on the radio. I was like, oh, my God, I must record that. <laughs> what a geek. Oh, what times. <laughs> I know. But the thing is, I feel, I almost feel sorry for kids now because they have everything. Too much choice. And yeah. Sometimes, do you ever, well, I suppose, do you ever ask your kids what they listen to? Well, I hear they they ask me to play certain things. I was saying about this the other day. Mm. Imagine Dragons. Yeah. They like that. Yeah. Um, but this is sweet. Theo goes to bed and listens to our quartet CD to go to sleep. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is cute. And he used to listen to, when we were doing Funny Girl, he used to listen to the, the CD of it when I'd oh. go in and he'd put it on at 7.30 when I'd start. It's very sweet, isn't it? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. But I ask, you know, the people I teach, mm. what do you want to play? Like some, I do a lot of piano teaching as well. And um, I say, what do you want to play on the piano? If they're sort of stuck, you know, mm. I go, oh, let's do some pop music. What? And they just have this blank face. And then like, 
no, what do you listen to? You know, what do you listen to on your, on your yeah. phone? What would be on your playlist? Yeah. Blank face. Yeah. And it's because they just put Spotify on and it just goes from track to track on a sort of, yeah. um, what do you call it? Um, Automatic shuffle yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I guess because people don't own anything anymore. Because we used to look yeah. at the thing yeah. while we were listening, you know, or yeah. the tape or the record. Record. We've got some records here. <laughs> we um, used to yeah. go to the record player. Put it on. Yes, the gramophone. <laughs> yeah. We all used to gather round. Gather round the wireless. <laughs> Listen to what was next. And the bombs were dropping in the distance. <laughs> no, not that old. Not Fira that old. Fira no. <laughs> what was the first record? Or did you did you ever yeah. buy a record? I bought a you too young? CD. My first. Oh, what? hang on. Tapes. No, tape. Tape, tape, tape. The first tape mm. I got was, oh, God. I had five star. Yes. Wow. Remember five star? Yes. Silk and steel. I had them on a compilation. I had them on now. That's what I call music. 123, whatever it was. Number three. Number three. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. What was yours? Um, the first one was Shaking Stephen's Green Door. Yes. Excellent. Green Door. Green Door. And. Two at once, actually. Adam and the Ants stand and deliver. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, classic. What about you, Seth? Uh, mm, less, uh, less cool. Uh, it was the mid nineties. Actually, one's quite good. Say you'll be there by the Spice Girls. Good, yeah. Uh, I thought, <laughs> and I want a little puppy by the Smurfs. <laughs> You're right. Not as cool. not as but no. quite as cool. That no. one's been worn out. <laughs> Ah, well, there we are. Can you hear that noise in the background? I can. You can? Yeah. I wonder if the mics are picking this up. I think they are, because I can hear it in my headphones. Is this what I'm going to be hearing later on? Yeah. No, no, no you're not going to hear this. this is nothing to do with... We're, I'll explain where we are. We are in the... Wait, where are we? Is it the assembly... Oh, I think we're in room, the assembly rooms, The assembly rooms in Worthing. Does it say? Uh, we're, yeah. Specifically, we're in the dressing room of Rob Bryden... Because there's actually not many dressing rooms backstage at this does place. Does he know? He does not know. Oh my God, oh my I'm God. feeling a bit anxious about <laughs> He could walk in at any moment. Oh, I feel like you'd be okay. You're part of his band, but if I'm here, it just looks like I'm a stalker. <laughs> the hell are you? You <laughs> have met oh, him before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he must meet a lot of people day to day. That's true. That's I just true. feel like a random I suppose so. Go and listen to our episode with Rob Bryden, if you haven't yet. From, yeah, it's very good. From 2020. What? Yeah, it That's, was from. I think it's from October 2020. That's madness. Two Isn't it crazy? calendar we're in our, years. We're in our ago. third year of doing this podcast. No way. Isn't Is that, that right? Well, third calendar. Well, yeah. Looking at the numbers. Third calendar year. Yeah. yeah. Calendar year. It's like Blimey. South End Pier is the longest pleasure pier in the world. <laughs> it's like technically, it's not the longest pier in the world. The longest, but the longest one you can have fun on. Yeah. And, and okay. Boy, you can have fun. <laughs> I bet you can. And un- underneath the pier as well. <laughs> Probably. That's for the Patreon extras. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, how did we get on to talking about peers? We were talking um, about, here um, we are, calendar years. Oh, yeah, yeah. The po- This podcast, Three yeah. in a Bar, has yeah. been going now. Well, it's not actually been two years yet, is it? Because it's we started in uh, April 2020. 2020, I think. yeah. But cal- depending on how, how you look at things, isn't it? <laughs> but, uh, I'm beyond confused now about know, days, yeah. time. But anyway, not. so we're in, we're in Worthing. Yeah. Verity's come down, especially just to record this intro 
and outro. That's it. And then I'm going back on the train <laughs> yeah. via Monty's Cafe. That's right, yeah. No, we are, we are doing a, an interview with, uh, with someone. Which, yeah. Should we say who he is? Yeah, why not? It's uh, Giacomo Smith. Yeah. He is from Kansas Smitty's and he's playing on this tour with me. He plays the clarinet and saxophone. Oh, um, I'm excited. Yeah, it's yeah. great. He, he just went to the cafe to get a sandwich, so he'll be back in a minute. Yeah, so we're chancing it and recording this now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, and I'm coming to see your show this evening and I'm very yeah. excited. Oh. Yeah. Great. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, um, uh, uh, what, what uh, have you been up to oh. in, since the last episode? Which we. Blimey. The last episode, that was a kind of. Um, it was a while ago since we kind of recorded anything for that. Yeah, that was a, that's right. They were right at the beginning of the year, weren't they? Yeah, that like was our like catch ups. A bit of everything, wasn't it? A bit of. Um, yeah. Six different guests. Go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. It was, but because we'd done six in one day, I felt thoroughly exhausted. And I think I needed to go and sit in a darkened room and yeah. not speak for quite a while. Yeah, that was tiring, wasn't <laughs> it? It was tiring. It was lovely, but tiring. What's been going on? Well, I can't remember. Well, we recorded, oh my God, recorded an album with my quartet. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. How did that go? It was great. It was. It went really smoothly, which surprised me because... Uh, I don't know, I kind of didn't, I'd sort of forgotten the whole thing was happening and the whole process of what we go through. But it was great, it was over at Phil Donnelly's Arnos Groove Studios, yeah. made famous by our Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> um, infamous. He, infamous indeed. It was brilliant, he was great. Uh, Michelle was there, Michelle Taylor-Cohen. Yeah. You can watch that, listen to that episode as well. Um, and yeah, we've recorded 11 tracks. I think it's going to be really good. Simon Hendry is going to um, master it. Yeah. So well, that's amazing. He's brilliant. He's fantastic. Works with Anna Meredith. He amazing. did. Did you see he did that twenty-four hour gig with London Contemporary Orchestra? Did he at the, at the Barbican? Wow. I think he was in charge of front of house for all of that. 20, twenty-four hours. That's outrageous. And he was I'm sure there. Sure, he had that... a bit of a team there. Oh, but I hope so. He seemed to be insta storying the whole lot. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, really excited about that. Yeah, that's you, great. Now the Brastards have been very active, I've seen. Yeah. Have we, you been we've, um yeah, we've been doing uh, we did a Beyonce show. Uh, oh, how was it? Which was a new project for us, doing loads of her greatest hits at the O'Meara, and that Ooh. went really well. It sold out. And we Oh, it was it was just a brilliant gig. The crowd were up for it immediately. Ah, oh, yes. What did you open with? Hmm, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, no idea, but it was good. Oh, and that sounds cool. Yeah, um, that, I think that's our, that's our crowd now. Yeah. It's that, that demographic. Mainly Beyonce, girls Beyonce and, fans. and yeah. gay men. Perfect. Perfect for us. Well, you'll but do well. We've been chasing the kind of Oasis, Arctic Monkeys. No, all wrong. Yeah. They so, don't buy tickets in, in the quantity and, no. and vigour as... <laughs> As girls and, and gay men. No. And, and um, you know, anything in between. So is the Tweed out? Tweed out, um, Gold Lame in? Tweed's, tweed's still in. Is but it? Yeah, maybe we'll introduce well, a bit I mean, more. Well, I mean, come on. A bit more zhuzh into the, I think then, into the look. Yeah. I mean, shiny and sparkly Tweed. Oh, I don't know. It's not really a thing, is it? Anyway, well, some things to play with there. Yeah. <laughs> but we've got another gig, uh, which will have already happened by the time... This night no, won't. I don't know when this comes. Monday. Comes out. Monday. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then. When's the gig? The gig is on Sun Saturday. It's on Sat. It's on Saturday. 
coming? The 12th. Okay. Yes, yeah, so buy, buy your tickets. Get one. Where is it? Where's it? It's the... at the Omira again. Oh. We, they had someone drop out, so we, we've filled in their slot. That's fantastic. Um, if anyone else has uh, a, a venue that needs an act, <laughs> we've got a show ready for you. We can fit in whenever you need. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's there great. And we've also got a pop punk show, which is coming out soon. Yeah. Which has, has sold... The, pre- the pre-sale sold yeah. out within two hours. <gasps> That's 200 amazing. tickets. It's crazy. They've got, they've, I don't know what they've done, that our, our fabulous management team. Yeah, they've, they've got, got some it. sort of dark web. Yeah. Ma- it's mailing lists. They've, they've, mm. they've sorted out their mailing list situation. And okay. people are buying tickets to shows. It's just... Well, I think that's heartening, yeah. isn't it? Brilliant. And where's, yeah. that, where's that gig? That is at the, the Garage. Oh, in, um, in Highbury. Highbury Lisington. Yeah, mad place, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's. Yeah. I think it'd be a good, um, good venue for that sort of thing. We're playing all, you know, nineties, noughties, pop punk, yeah. emo. You know, we've got. A- Any time I've day. ever walked past there and there's been any kind of queue, it's generally an emo crowd, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. I've arranged some My Chemical Romance. Oh, have you? Fantastic. Some Fallout Boy. You're doing any Blink One Eight Two? Yes. I used to teach the son of. Mark Hoppus. No. Yeah. Really? I went round to Mark Hoppus's house, right? And I didn't know who he was at the time. I just hadn't figured. <gasps> Who's this? Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, Come in. Hooray. What's everybody Jack doing with my dressing? <laughs> <laughs> that it's... was such a convincing Rob Bryson. <laughs> yeah. So good. <laughs> uh, we're just recording the end of uh, the episode for Dan Watts, which yeah. is this week's episode. Yeah. Um, this is Giacomo Smith, uh, just joining us for the, the outro. Hi. Hi. Oh, look at that. That's a lovely it's crossover, isn't it? Next week's guest. Very good. Next week's guest. Are we putting out next week? Shall we? <gasps> Why not? I've said it. Go on. <laughs> How do you feel are. about that? I think I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, you we really ought to run things past our guest. <laughs> 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 it's not really our song. Um, so, shall we wrap up this yeah, one? Yeah, let's wrap up. Do you yeah. know what we should do, though, is say thanks to Dan. Thank you. Yeah, that thanks, Dan, great. for having us. Thanks for the Th- meal. Thanks, oh. Dan. It's so good. <laughs> um, thank you to our Patreon uh, members. Thank you to thank them. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the show. Yeah. Um, and thank you to Chimney Fire Coffee. Yes, thank you to them. They are supporting this episode. They are. Um, please go and try Chimney Fire Coffee. It's, ooh. Jaguar, have, you, have you, uh, you got some right there? It's amazing. It's really good, isn't it? Did you put in the code TIAB20 at checkout and get 20% off that bag of coffee? No, but I will next time. Oh, (laughs) wonderful. If you want to hear the dulcet tones of Giacomo Smith, then uh, stay tuned for the next episode. And uh, we'll see you there. Yeah. So uh, have a great time, everybody. Whatever you're doing. For this whole week. This whole week (laughs) or the next two minutes while you listen to the adverts for the next episode (laughs) featuring Giacomo Smith. Here we go. Uh, Bye. Bye. Well, good. That was go. clunky. <laughs> Even by our own. So, is that it? We done now? Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, thanks so <laughs> yeah, okay. much. See you guys. Thanks. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.